You're listening to Dr. Leslie from Dr. Leslie Inspires, where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists, but no one is talking about. Learn more about us by visiting our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie. Okay, hello everyone, and uh, thank you for joining us today on this podcast with Dr. Leslie Inspires, and we're going to go ahead and start in prayer right away. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God, for this opportunity to come before you one more time. Let this meeting be all of you and none of us. Give me the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on what to say, how to say it. Something that will encourage, inspire, and empower a mother in her quest to improve, develop, restore her relationship with her son. So we just thank you, O God, in advance for what you are going to do. In the mighty and magnificent name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So today... We have a special guest, Kiara Coleman. And uh, if you saw in the, well, the private Facebook group, I wrote a, a I wrote a, uh, a paragraph, what seemed like story almost, on her journey. She was recently in a car accident April 23rd to be exact, April 23rd, 2021. And in that accident, she was intubated for a few days, couldn't breathe on her own, had to have uh, some blood transfusions, uh, just didn't know, you know, and the likely story is that she fell asleep at the wheel. So I'm not going to talk a lot about that, but the the amazing thing that made me want to interview her is before she got into the accident, her husband was the furthest thing from her mind. She wanted to get as far away from him as possible. I mean, like... I don't know if any of you out there can relate to this, but just didn't want the sight of him. Just didn't want to be around him. Just did not want to, you know what I mean? Just did not want, just did not want, leave me alone type of thing. And some of you know where I'm coming from. So I'm going to let Kiara tell her story, but then I'm going to uh, ask some questions based on that because you know she completely forgave her husband not that he did anything wrong but the feeling that she had for him before the accident was gone was gone and so I'm just completely amazed at what God has done uh, in this family so Kira without further ado thank you so much for joining us today it's my pleasure. 
pleasure. <laughs> so, so tell us what your feelings were about your husband, in your words, before the accident. Before the accident, I felt completely done. I felt like um, I was, I didn't want him in my life. I felt like we were at the end of our marriage and that at this point we might have needed a third party to communicate because I just did not want to communicate with him. Not necessarily saying I did not know, I couldn't, but I did not want to. I did not want to put that energy in that anymore. Um, yeah, that's how I felt again before the accident. Okay, and so what happened after the accident? After the accident, um, once I woke up and everyone was telling me what happened, I was in shock at the moment. But then it's like God have given me so many um, signs, so many things, and I just been ignoring him. And once I prayed, and see, before the accident, I had prayed to God to, like, get that feeling of wanting Eric from wanting the things. It's just, you know, Lord, just break it off. I'm done. I'm done, Lord. I'm getting a divorce through you at this point. So God, he, he, he did it. I didn't feel anything for him at that moment. So when I prayed for it back, Lord Jesus, I am ready to submit back to my husband someone I just thought like if if I were dating any guy would they be able to handle this right now would they come and wipe my behind if I needed them to and I'm like no and all even with these feelings after, before the accident towards him he felt it he felt how I felt and he did not feel good about it but then when I needed somebody to come wipe my butt, once my mom did it and, and it was time for him to come visit, he wiped it. No problems, no no problem, no attitude, he just did it. And it showed me like... How did you feel about him wiping your butt? I was like, wow. But Even you though I humble because you couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was like, wow, this man that I have ignored and treated badly came and helped me out when I needed him the most so I asked God to bring me back bring back those feelings I prayed and asked him to bring back these feelings and I told him that I was going to do right by my marriage and I see what he's trying to tell me I see the um signs I see it all and I am ready to dedicate myself to doing what I need to do for my husband, for my for my family, for my mom, my dad, my kids. I'm ready to be the person that God has ordained me to be. Um, I could have lost my life. I could have died. But God has another purpose for me. And I'm going to figure that purpose out. But I know that it is something very good. So... This is my new chance. This is my second chance that God has given me. And I plan to use it in a way that I've never used it before. I am 
a new person. And I hate that this accident had to do it, but it had it, but it happened. And I'm using it as a guide, actually. God is guiding me in the right direction through this accident. So the reason why this is important on this show, because we talk about mothers struggling with their sons. And so Kiara also had some hard feelings towards her husband's mother because some of the reasons that she had hard feelings towards her husband was because she did not feel like her husband was man enough, was not doing the things that he should have been doing uh, as a man. And so that caused her to become bitter and angry uh, at Eric. What's his name? That caused him to become angry and bitter. And so tell me how you view his mom because to think of her I know we had talked before and you had some feelings about the way she raised him and so that made you a little uh, unhappy with her about the things that she did or did That's not she do Victoria um before I married Eric I had a conversation with his mom and um I just had some wise and what happened and this and that but you know I was you said before uh, you got married so you knew what you were getting into before you got into it yes but was it what you actually thought it would be yes at first yes but then it got to a point where once I did not want the the, the um once I was too tired and annoyed by the way it was going I didn't I was not I was well actually it started because I was had postpartum depression through from my second son and I didn't know what that feeling was instead of him being supportive of how I was feeling it was more of you can work it out you can do it you can do it you do that and I'm guessing that's how his mom was at certain things it was like you know, we got to do this, we got to do that, so it doesn't matter how you feel at this point, you need to do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, or, you know, it wasn't, or it wasn't, like, as far as, he, you could tell in his demeanor and his actions that he was missing that manly figure in his life, because you know, when you meet a man, you know if their father did what they were supposed to do, as a man teaching them as a you know open the door check out the trash make sure your wife is not struggling be that care provide be that provider provide for your family you know and because he had his mom it was like he's seen his mom providing his mom doing everything or I'm not sure but and sometimes he thought in his mind you know I should do everything you know that you know i i i need to do this i need to that to that to do that without it without him saying it it was with his actions like i'm like you know you need to get up you need to do something because i'm not your mom i'm taking my titty out of your mouth and that's what i said to him so um 
and his mom kind of understand where I was coming from when I did have a conversation with her and she does wish you know she she you know she doesn't she does I, I believe she does wish she had that um you know a manly figure in their life but when I talked to Eric he does not regret how his mom raised him but once he said that it was like okay so now what are you going to do as a man to make this better what are you going to do you know because sometimes at a certain point it's not even the mom's fault once you get more into your thing can't even blame the mama no more but so now you blame you now i'm putting all my his all this responsibility on him now so you don't necessarily feel angry and like your marriage is over no. but now you just want him to take responsibility as a man you want him to take responsibility for his actions is that what i'm hearing yes that's exactly what you're hearing he needs to take responsibility and grow up as a man and know that you know you know you have you have responsibilities you have um a purpose as being my husband you have to be a man you cannot let the woman do everything you know so at that point you know even if his mom didn't teach him that you know he's old enough he's to old know. enough to know okay and how old is he um 24 he's 24 so they're still a young marriage but they have uh come with some things uh some circumstances and events to help accelerate <laughs> god's plan for their marriage and so now they're they're willing to stand the test of time so Tell me about forgiveness. Tell me about forgiveness. What about it? Do you 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 have forgiven him for everything, basically? Mhm. I have forgiven him for everything because once he seen me, once we did have a conversation when I was still in the hospital, it wasn't like, um, no, Kiara, I'm not gonna wipe your butt because you treated me like trash, or no, Kiara, I didn't wipe my butt because you wouldn't be home with me, you wouldn't do this, you wouldn't do that. It was just like. Kiara, I love you. And it's not even because you almost died, but it's because I love you. You are my wife. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter, you know, what happens, you are my wife. And I'm going to be there for you. And I love you. And, you know, God, at that point, let me accept it. Before, I'm just like, no, 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 no. I don't want you. But I accepted it and I forgave anything that he has done because he has forgiven me. Wow. He has forgiven me for everything and he has not held it against me not one time. He still shows me the love and the affection that he should have as my husband, even though I have not been treating him as such. So in my heart and everything I did, like I forgave him in that hospital not even because i almost died or because i couldn't breathe it was just like i just felt like hugging him and i told him come here and i hugged him and like all the feelings that i felt way before came running back it was like a shoosh wow wow a weight lifted off of me a weight lifted off of me that i've been holding when i really didn't have to holding a grudge holding this holding that when I could have just been let it go 
and enjoy my life, enjoy my marriage, enjoy this, enjoy that. And I didn't. I, I had, um, it lifted off of me, really. So do you feel like something like this had to happen? Do you think you would have been able to just receive his love and forgive and accept him for the man that he is and work with him from the place of where you are? Do you believe you would have been able to do it had it not been for this accident? Dr. Pleasure, I'm going to be honest with you. No. And if it did, it would have happened way later on. It would not have happened if this did not happen. And I don't know, I, I know it sounds harsh or whatever, but... I don't know. I don't know if I would have been feeling the same if this did not happen. So... I'm sorry to say, but I guess it did have to happen. So, you have... When he saw you... You had two broken legs, mm -hmm. a broken arm, mm -hmm. broken hand, mm -hmm. fingers on the hand, broken ribs, mm -hmm. punctured lungs, mm -hmm. and could barely speak clearly because of the concussion. And could not walk because of the broken legs. <laughs> I guess that that was the only way you could actually define love. Mm -hmm. If he can see me like this, he must love me. So do you think that you had to like see it? Is that how you actually had to uh, define it? Because before, it probably looked before it probably looked as though he didn't love you because he wasn't manning up right he wasn't doing the things that defined him as a man based off of your definition mm -hmm. of the word man or husband and so you you it was difficult for you to receive but at a time and a place where you were as helpless as a person could be you were helpless mm -hmm. like you could not do anything and you were in a place once you got out of trauma once you got out of ICU mm -hmm. you um once you were in recovery trauma they and uh and he could see you that's how he saw you mm -hmm. and at the hospital they weren't necessarily coming to you know clean you the way that you needed to be cleaned right uh at that time so uh, i remember i washed you thoroughly and when he came the next day i said okay we're gonna need you to wash her up real good get in between her behind mm -hmm. really good and he was like okay and so, you know, to me, all of this, and I know to the people that are listening, this is a lesson in God's grace and mercy. I'm going to tell you, I cannot define it or describe it any other way. And I feel like during this time of COVID, during this time of um, this pandemic, 
that so many people are really learning about God's grace and mercy in one way or another. And it's kind of like, you know, where people could not see a loved one, you know, or maybe they had to FaceTime them right before they died. I mean, if you all haven't figured out, Kiara is my daughter. And of course, that's not the news that I want to get on the telephone with the hospital asking me, do I have a daughter named Kiara? Yes. Does she have a tattoo on her arm? Yes. Does it say Candace? Sisters? Yes. Does she have a tattoo with a crown? Yes. Does she live here? Yes. Does she? Yes. Does she? Yes. Okay. We have her. She's here at Grady Trauma. This is her name. She's been in an accident. She is alive. I'm like, what in the world? What? Can, what? You know, it's it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. You don't want that phone call. And so, from a love standpoint, I mean, it's pushing us all to a place that, you know, that that wasn't on my calendar. We're coming from a doctor's appointment, a therapy physical therapist, occupational therapist, um, what's the other therapy? Speech. Speech therapy. And probably got to go to hand therapy, you know? So that wasn't on my calendar for this day. And so many are plans that we have, but it's God that has the last say so. And I just have to remind her that God did not do this to her but she was at a place where she was not listening and she was going and she was doing what she wanted. But I can say Kiara is now listening. She's listening very intently to what God has to say. And, you know, many of us have the same testimony about the men, uh, the man in your life, the son in your life. And, you know, all of us had to have someone to have patience with us, to teach us what it is we needed, especially at a time or a place where there was, we didn't get it during the time that we should have, you know, or what, where, uh, at a time where somebody else felt like it should have happened. But... God, you know, one plants, one waters, and God gives the increase. And so as a result of this accident, her husband is now manning up. He is manning up because he got his wife back. He doesn't even care the fact that she's banged up. She's going to be restored 100%, and he knows that. But he is so happy that he got his marriage back so much so that you know he's doing all the things that she wanted him to do you know maybe not still to not her satisfaction but she's not doing the things to the way she was doing them before so he's gonna have to have patience with her uh when she gets home so you, you see how that works do you see how that works people 
So continue to work with your son at home and continue to do the best that you can do, especially for single parents out there, single mothers. You you can't make him into a man. You can nurture him and do the best that you can do. Bring other men into his life that will help to catapult him into the man that he could be and offer some type of advice, be a role model or a mentor, you know, but God, he already knew. He he knew the accident was going to take place the day that it happened. And maybe this is the thing that her husband did. I don't know, but God knows. God knows. She is still alive and there's a story that still needs to be told. There's a story that will continue to be told as this testimony forms you know every there were so many people who straightened up who got their lives right as a result of this accident because it was so unexpected you know and so all I can say is God knows Kiara yeah. can you close this out anything you would like to say any advice that you would like to give to any of the mothers or any of the wives that may be listening um my advice to you all is to if you are a single mom out there like she said get them in some groups get them in um things that you know have men and if you have a man in your life that you know is a very good role model please bring them around that man don't do it by yourself you have a community if you don't um we could give you some places or some um mentors numbers that are willing to get your son and help him um be the man that he should be or be the man that you want him to be um and just spend time with him. Not as far as like babying, but spend time, genuine time talking to him. And then, you know, you can also share how, how you would want to be treated as a woman. If they're, mm-hmm. They might not look like they're listening, but eventually they're going to hear you. And when they have somebody, they got to remember, hey, you know, my mom would be treated like this. Let me try this. Let me try that. And that's all I have to say. Well, that was awesome. That was so awesome. Kiara, I have thoroughly under. Um, enjoyed the wisdom that you have brought to the table on today I am sorry about your accident but I am uh, happy about God's grace and mercy for saving you saving you and time will tell um, why he did it because he still has a plan and a purpose and what did you tell me your favorite scripture is now Jeremiah 29 11 I have plans for you. I have a plan for you. It's more to the scripture, but he made me alive because he have a plan for me. And that is the one I'm studying. I'm also studying Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. If you all want to look at that one, um, that's basically saying that, you know, God... God is telling us what to do. He gives us this plan and these actions to understand. And we choose 
we sometimes we choose to do our own thing but he has the, the, the plan for us already laid out so um, if you guys want to read those scriptures you can um, but I know for sure that I'm going on a different path and, and it's because I have to mm. and I want to now mm. not because somebody's telling me or because you know but it's for real I almost died and I couldn't have been here my sons would have been here without a mom and you know, my husband would have been here without a wife. My mom would have been without a daughter. My dad would have been without a daughter. My sister would have been without a sister. My grandparents would have been without with a grandchild. So I'm trying to think and be consider be considerate about the people that I have around that is loving me, you know, and living, living with caution. Mm. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Living with caution. Mm. Uh, that's where I met, you know. Hey, man. Thank you so much, Kiara, for that. Thank you for joining us. We will definitely have you back on so that we can hear the progression of your testimony. And for those of you who would like to follow Dr. Leslie Inspires more, you can visit us on our, our website, www.drlesslieinspires.com. You can visit us on Instagram. You can also um, subscribe to this podcast leave a review and give us uh five stars you know and share with another mother that you feel may be able to benefit from powerful testimonies and powerful information like we share so we thank you and we'll go ahead and end in prayer father god in the name of jesus we thank you so much god for the wisdom that was shared on today we just thank you for miss kiara and saving her life for such a time as this father god we just trust and believe that you are god and you are god all by yourself and we just thank you, O oh God, and we will be so careful in all things to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drlesslieinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.